Yo, you know how to space, space. Shout out to man in his podcast. Shout out Squint. Shout out Cody. Bitch, Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. They got to the dream, huh? Squint and Cody still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me. Waited that space like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen. Yeah. They got to the dream. Huh? Meanie, meanie, money, money. Catch your thotty by her toe. If she say she don't listen to the podcast, I let her go. If she say she do, to see a motherfucking keep a grim reaper killing beast without the effort, cause I'm eat good. Came from the bottom, so jump from the top rope. My head is mad, how I'm spitting the scout flow. I'm on my game, running up for that pop flow. We want a green second cheese, just like nachos, huh? Say, let me breathe for a second, huh? I'll be ballin' hawk out in these threes, like I'm reffin', huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream, huh? Squints and Cody, still locked in like Shaq and Kobe. They can't hold me, waited that spells like I feel it like Brody. Talk with Lee, huh? They can't stop me on my team, huh? We all gleam, huh? We make it happen, they got to the dream. What's up, you guys? Oh. <laughs> What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Two Men in a Podcast. It was Winston Cody after a month, and Squince forgot how to do the fucking intro. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Dog. <laughs> well, there goes the cold open I had. Uh, <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, let's just go on uh, with what I have coming up. Uh, I have a few episodes of various podcasts coming up. I have an episode of a man in his podcast coming up with someone you may know named Marcus Bagwell. Uh, his mom was on a forklift once. Uh, that's all I really know him for, and it's going to be an awkward ass episode. Uh, trying to think what else. Oh, I got. Uh, Stepstool Sarah coming on. That's going to be happening soon. I have, I mean, I've told a lot of people they can be on the podcast and I forgot who I've all said it to. <laughs> bro's just, bro's just out there on the corner handing out, hey, you want to be on the podcast? Hey, you wanna- no, dude, and that's how it is. Like, that's exactly how it is. I'd like, I just be asking people and they say, yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Let's set it up soon. And then I'm out here announcing dates for another podcast. I'm like, oh, when are we happening? No, shit. I don't know. Uh, Stepstool Sarah, Dan the Dad might be happening soon. He didn't sound too confident whenever I asked him to be on. Uh, True. uh, Chad French from MidwestTerritory.com. He's going to be on soon. I've been meaning to have him on for a minute. Uh, Who else? Good friend Ava. Good friend Ava. Uh, apparently me and them are going to be watching Armageddon 2003 or something. Uh, forgot about that one. Fuck. My mind is just set on Bagwell, really. Like, no offense I mean, to all as up. it should be. Like, no offense to all the upcoming guests. Let's run down how that happened. Uh, so I emailed him one night at, like, fucking one in the morning, probably. As it is, the, yeah. Gave him the whole booking fucking inquiry fucking hey i have a podcast blah blah it's like the joe rogan experience only with brain cells 
that's how I describe it. It's the Joe Rogan experience with brain cells, brother. We don't we don't do interviews. We do conversations over here. Uh, and then I woke up the next morning at work to an email from his uh, agent, and it was like, "Hey, Jacob, here's Marcus's phone number. Give him a call." And this was like last Wednesday, and I said, "Oh, word, okay." And he's like, "Text me if he doesn't answer." And he gave me his phone number. And I was like, "All right, cool." So I'm on my break, and I'm sitting there on the phone. And it went to voicemail, left him a voicemail. Nothing. Oh I was like, my. all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this one up as an L. Because it went like two days without nothing. I was like, eh, this might be an L. It might, might just have been getting my I hopes up. up. I didn't say nothing. I was just hinting at it. And you were basically exposing it. You're like, oh, I hope we don't have the stuff, the stuff. I'm buffed up for this one. And I'm just like, chill, chill. No, dog, because if, <laughs> if it all would have worked, because if we didn't get him, I would have just sent out a treat. Oh, damn. I guess we really didn't have the stuff. And then you just <laughs> exposed it. I... But I'm sitting at work on Friday and my phone starts ringing. And I like pull my phone out through the half pocket look and it says, uh, like, Buff Bagwell calling. And I said, Oh, brother. <laughs> I was like, Oh, man. And I'm taking an order. And after I take the order, I go up to the manager. I was like, I gotta, I gotta take a phone call. And he's like, we're busy right now and i was like i right, fuck it fine i'm gonna go to the bathroom then <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker what are you gonna do about it <laughs> dude it's okay I'm, I'm gonna my employer um thinks i went to dallas for mania weekend they think i'm still there i'm supposed to work tomorrow i'm gonna call out in an hour and be like, hey, my flight got canceled. My next one is at exactly my shift time tomorrow. I can't come in. <laughs> Hell no. I go to the bathroom and I get the, and it says voicemail, Buff Bagwell. And I'm sitting there in a bathroom stall <laughs> listening to this voicemail. And he goes, hey, it's Buff. <laughs> I'm at Mania Week, brother, or buddy, and I'm swamped. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is the coolest shit ever. I have fucking smoker lungs, fucking voiced out, like, just smoker voiced. Buff Bagwell leaving me a voicemail. He's like, give me a call Monday. Monday, give me a call, buddy. We can do the damn thing. And I was like, all right. So all weekend, I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, I'm calling Buff Bagwell Monday. I'm calling Buff Bagwell Monday. Let's do this. <laughs> I go on break. I go to the break room. I'm sitting there. I toss my feet up on the table, make an executive call, voicemail. And I was like, oh, brother. <laughs> I was like, no, I already told the people it was happening, which no one fucking believed me because I accidentally announced it on April Fool's. No one believed it. You fucking idiot, dog. No one believed it. I had people like text me, oh, good prank, good prank. And I was like, no, like, this is real. Be happy for me, please. <laughs> Like, dog, I got this man on the pod. What the fuck are you talking about? Good prank. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would not go to that extent for a bit. And that's not true, dog. No, it definitely isn't. But he, I left him another voicemail. So then I'm watching Monday Night Raw and my phone's on Do Not Disturb. And I go to pull out to tweet something and up in my top notifications it says, missed call, Buff Bagwell. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Again, I fucking missed a call from this dude again. So I run to my bedroom. I call him, didn't answer. And I was like, hey, Buff, it's Jacob. 
sorry, didn't mean to miss your phone call. Give me a call ASAP. I'm sitting next to my phone right now. And then, shit, you not. Five seconds later, he calls me, and he Perfect. goes, "He goes, hey, bud." And I was like, "Hey." <laughs> he goes, "How you been?" <laughs> I've known him my whole life. <laughs> Just talking casually to Buff, man. It that's how it is, dog. And I said. Ah, uh, you know, just got off work earlier, just been chilling around. He goes, yeah, man, Mania Weekend kicked my ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, brother. <laughs> and he's like, so all the eyes are on me this time around. And I was like, yeah, and I'm just in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm in the same house that Scott Hall died in. And I just, I, <laughs> I said, oh, most definitely, I understand. <laughs> And he goes, same house that uh, DDP helped Jake get clean. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, but anyways, you have a podcast, you say? And I've never felt like a bigger geek in my life. And I said, yeah, I have a podcast. <laughs> Damn. And he goes, he goes, okay. And then I gave him the whole rundown. And I was like, I don't know if you read the email fully, but it's a lot like Joe Rogan podcast, podcast. only correct political views <laughs> and it's just a conversation and he's like okay okay i was like if people want to know why you started wrestling when your first match was and all that they can find another podcast they're not coming to my podcast for that me and you are just gonna have a conversation like two like, old pals having a good time and he's like okay yeah i'm down with that blah 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 chant me up and then he goes so i charge for this and i was <laughs> like i'm sitting there and i said I'll pay whatever you want, buff. <laughs> <laughs> bro, 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 build it up. When it... I said, I will pull up and bring Like he's going to give fucking buff the rundown. <laughs> Damn, true. I pulled out the checkbook for you, buff, whatever you want. And I'm not going to give out his uh, booking fee publicly. I'll text Cody it or tell him it later. And yeah, so then, then we got that figured out. Gave me his Venmo. And I paid buff to Venmo, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna Venmo him this shit, dog. What was I supposed to do? Mail him a check? I don't know how to write a check. I yeah, but I feel like I like <laughs> listen. Buff is an old man. I thought he would have been like, so yeah. If you just send me a Walmart money order, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think motherfucker was gonna be like, oh yeah, I got Venmo here. Here's the QR code. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dog. I was not expecting that either. I was like, all right, so like, uh, how do I do this? He's like, you got Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. And I was like, God damn. Buff out here strutting, dog. dog. I was like, damn, brother, you take Bitcoin? And what's it called? So he sent me it, and I haven't sent him the money yet. I'm gonna. He said, we're not recording until I send the money. And I was like, all right, yeah, deal. I'll send you the money when I get paid, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, some glad money's not an issue. And I was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, luckily. <laughs> luckily, Squinch lives with his father. <laughs> yeah, luckily I still live at home, brother, man. So then he's like, uh, so what date works for you? And I was like, whatever works for you, buff. And I was like, I'm open the next two weeks, whatever whatever works for you. Knowing damn well I have a Cardinals game to go to next week. Dog, if, if Buff wants to be on that Cardinals day, you don't have a Cardinals game, brother. No, exactly. And he goes, he gave me two dates. He's like, the 15th or the blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
uh, either or. He's like, uh, well, I'm not asking, I'm not telling you the dates. I'm asking you what date works. <laughs> I said, worried. I was like, uh, the 15th. He's like, what time? I'm Eastern time. And I was like, oh, fucking course you are. And I was like, <laughs> I fucking hate the East Coast buff. And I gave him a time and we're recording at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Hell yeah, dog. So what? how, how are we recording right now? what yeah 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 exactly and he was like me and him talked for a minute he's like okay uh um what's it gonna be on is it gonna be on skype zoom whatever and i was like zoom he's like perfect and i was like hell yeah it is because i don't know anything else and he was like uh he's like okay so just uh day before call me let me know blah 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 get back in touch with me i was like okay and he's like send me the zoom link that day uh, send me it about an hour before the podcast so me and you can talk for a little bit and so I can hear your voice and I was like oh shit but yeah like, Buff say what needs to make sure you like yes because the podcast a man in his podcast has like a vibe like you said of a conversation you can't yeah. just like shoot into a conversation you got to build out that's that's just crazy though no yeah exactly exactly and I was like yeah we can do that so, like, it's gonna, next Friday is going to be fucking nutty, dude. Like, I'm just going to be, like, literally for, like, a good solid two hours of my day, I'm going to be talking to Buff Bear. And, like, that's something that I did not think would ever happen because, like, you know me, I'm just Mr. Bits over here. I'd just be fucking saying oh, I'm going to do shit. Yeah, we, this, is a, this is a joke show, dog. This is, this is not – or maybe okay, this is something for you. You, let, you put out this podcast. You – like, this is your baby this this show though oh this show is just bits. this is nothing but bits and like i know if i would have had him on here like we would have turned on the seriousness and we wouldn't be like be like cracking bits at buff obviously like we oh do, dog like... i would have <laughs> dog uh motherfucker i would i would make him hate us anyways Anyways, like, this is just all bits, and a man in his podcast, like, the original OG is, like, you said, like, my baby. That's, like, where I go for the seriousness. That's where I go for, like, trying to get headlines out of stuff. Like, we're on here, like, if I say something and people don't like it, kick rocks. But on a man in his podcast, I make sure that shit's perfect. And, yeah. So, like, that's just nutty to me. And, like, my favorite thing is I text you right away, (laughs) Before you even replied to my text, you put out on the pod page, you said, you guys won't believe what Squints just fucking bagged. <laughs> yeah, because listen, I am marketing, dog. I, you know, motherfucker, you have me on mute. So I most recently just put you on mute too. But dog marketing, you have notifications off on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I have do not disturb on. It tells yeah. you that? Yes. Oh, that's cool. So I just, I've just muted you. Uh, I don't get any notifications from you anymore. But fucking, dude, it's marketing, dog. If people need to be excited about Buff fucking Bagwell. No, dude. And like, that's the funny thing. Or not funny thing, but crazy thing. Like, I told my parents for like, so like the first people I told, I told you, it meant in this order, you, Alex, Sarah, in that order. And all three of you said, 
holy shit, oh my God, happy for you. And then I can't keep a fucking secret. So I started telling anybody that would like the pills. I'll be like, do you want to know something? And I'll just tell them. I'll I'll do you one better. You told me, um, I immediately put that shit on my family Facebook. Immediately. (laughs) Like, not even, like, not even. You told me that message came through. I fucking screenshot it, put it on my family Facebook, tagged my dad, went, hey, dad, look what I'm doing. Motherfucker, I'm not even on this interview, but look what look what I'm associated with. <laughs> I, what's it called? I texted my dad the graphic because I made that graphic right away. And I texted him and my dad said, holy shit, keep up the good work, son, proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And then I told my stepmom, my stepmom was freaking out. And like, I have to convince Buff to stay on the Zoom call after the recording so I can introduce him to my stepmom as she does a promo for him. But like, she's gonna try to like, bag your stepmom. <laughs> I posted it on Facebook, dude. I do not promote this shit on Facebook because no, I, that's the thing. I don't, I don't talk about wrestling at all on my Facebook, but fucking dude, Buff Bagwell. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I don't know how to explain. Like, this is like my WrestleMania moment. I feel like this is my fucking like crowning. And like, I post, I've posted about it on Facebook, which I never do. I posted on Instagram where all the baddies are, dude. I'm going to scare the hoes talking about wrestling on there, but I don't care. I posted it. Like, I have people left and right just being like, oh, that's tight. That's tight. And then I have like diehard wrestling fans that are like, oh my God, ask them if wrestling's still real. And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Here I hate people. Here we fucking go. But no, like when that all like because it's funny, the same night I sent that email, I sent an email to Vito. And needless to say, I'm glad that uh Buff responded. Oh yeah. <laughs> Although it would be tight to have uh Vito on so I could ask him about Uncle Tony. Dog. This this shit's crazy. Dude, it's wild. And like, you know me, I just be going in this shit like without any plan. But like, yeah, been... you fucking tweet Paul Heyman and tell him if he'd still like CCW, motherfucker. <laughs> like this, like I don't know how uh, I'll, uh, how else to explain this other than just crazy. Like it's just crazy. Like that's all this is to me. But yeah. We just spent a half hour talking about Buff Bagwell, and like, I'm not gonna shut up about it, like, because Dude, no. like, Buff Bagwell's great, motherfucker, king of the blockbuster and top hat, dog. Yeah, did you not see Logan Paul's blockbuster at me? Dude, Dude Lo- Logan Paul Loki put on a good match. Let's go ahead and talk about Mania real quick. Uh, like- dude, this Mania fucking slapped. I, me and Squinch were talking about it. Uh, uh, motherfucker, I think it's one of the best, like, combined nights one and two, I think it's one of the best manias in, like, the past ten years. In my opinion, it is the best. It's, like, out of the last ten, it's number one. Oh, yeah? True? Can you hear them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was true. Like, what? For true? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the last 10 years, it is uh, the number one mania, in my opinion. In all time, I'm putting it top three. I do not care. You can argue with your mother. Like, that shit had me feeling like a kid once again. Like, and you know me, I fucking hate this shit. I hate wrestling. But this shit had me fucking on my knees fucking singing Cody Rhodes' theme song. 
So the thing is, like, I, I'm a sucker for certain matches at Manias. I don't have a favorite Mania. Like, like dog, call me a fucking Mark or whatever the fuck you want. I could watch the fucking Brett Sean Iron Man match fucking all day, every day, fucking on loop. Yeah. Or the fucking, I think it's Mania. It might be SummerSlam. The fucking Owen Brett fucking Steel Cage. That that was a SummerSlam, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't have favorite shows. I have favorite matches. Yeah, I feel that. Like this one, like it was more so the moments that were sick to me. Like, the, like for once, they were unpredictable, dude. Yeah, no, I motherfucker. I mean, that also could be. I don't know if you keep up, but it was unpredictable for me because I had no idea what the fuck anything was going on. The mo- most I knew about the stories were the pre-fucking video packages. Like, the only thing that was like predictable. And not even really was the Cody thing because like that was still up in the air. And, oh, like, I I would I got so pissed when those lights came down, motherfucker! I was gonna be throwing hands. I thought that shit was gonna be the Undertaker after that man went. Never say never, motherfucker. Dude, when those lights went off, it went it went Taker, and then well the first a pyro happened, and I was like, who the fuck? And then the lights went off, and I was like, no, this is not Mark. It cannot be. They can't do this. And then like. Before what's it called? His music hit, uh, uh, Cody's music hit. It like made a doom noise, like a doom doom. Yeah, I thought it was the fucking fiend. You know, I was like, "There's no way this is happening, dude." And then it said, uh, "Wrestling only had our wrestling has more than one royal family or whatever." And it didn't click in my brain that I heard that, and I was like, "What did that just say?" And then it fucking went into kingdom. And I have a video that I think I sent you, and I just like jumped up and I was like, "What?" And I was, dude, I was on my knees singing Kingdom. I do not know the lyrics of that song, but for those minute and a half, I did. I felt like fucking, I felt like I was in the AEW crowd singing Judas. <laughs> like, I was fucking singing my heart Dude, out. hold up. Speaking of Judas, fucking tell me why that big motherfucker Otis does such a good spinning back elbow. Otis has the goods, bro. Dude, I think he does. High key. I think Otis and Chad fucking Gable are a fucking goat tag team right now. Yeah, dude. Well, like, people are used to comedy character Otis who's making out with Mandy Rose at Mania. Like, Otis can go, dude. Like, Otis can go. Like, when he won money in the bank, I was low-key hype, hoping that he would, like, turn serious on Tucker. Dude, I fucking... And then Steve Austin, dude, he came out in the knee braces and me and you texted each other right away in all caps, knee braces. That's all we said. Is yeah, knee that shit, that shit fucked. Like, dude, I, I, there was no way a segment was going to main event mania. But, Part of me thought it was so, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they, they have such a bad track record that it's like, maybe they are just going to, like, bitch out the woman like this. Like... <laughs> Maybe it is just a segment, but motherfucker, he came out in the knee braces and wrist taped up. Dude, the wrist tapes on, bro. I was fucking pumped up. And when he said, 
let's do this match. I thought they were just going to brawl. And then a goddamn ref came out and rang the bell. And I was like, I was like, all right, this is going to be seen. I take her. And then the fucker took a suplex on concrete. And I was like, oh, this boy, this boy, dude was this boy's wrestling. This boy's wrestling. Like that shit was nutty to me, dude. And then night two, I was like, nothing's going to top night one. Night or nothing's going to top night one. Night one was the best fucking night ever. And then they were just boom, 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 boom. Other than fucking uh, Steveson or whatever that fuck's name is. Came yeah. Out. After that, it was just uphill, dude. Dude, that it was fucking crazy, dog. Like, that whole night two was like, to be fair, okay, I don't like Edge. <laughs> to be fair. Besides yeah. the Edge match, night two went so fucking smooth. Like... It fucking was great. Fucking pedophile and Pat McAfee had a great match. Dude, and then what's it called? Vince McMahon took the jacket off, and I was like, this ain't happening. And then the bell rang again. I was like, what the fuck, dude? dude? Uh, Low-key, low um, I think that might be the last time we see Vince Mania. <laughs> oh, that's the last time we see Vince in, like, on screen, I think. Like, that boy was looking rough. Yeah, like rough. <laughs> Sheesh, dude. Like, and then the whole what's it called? Like, we got the three different types of stunner cells. We got the Austin Theory overselling it by jumping ten feet in the air. We had uh, Pat McAfee just straight back, straight back, and then we have fucking Vince McMahon doing a typical Vince stunner where he just fucking like nah, that was bad, dog. Dude, he kicked him in the gut and, and he collapsed. Yeah, that shit, dude. That shit fucked Vinny up. <laughs> Vince fell backwards and then fell to his knee and couldn't even take the stunner all the way. Like, my God. Dude, that shit was rough. And then fucking Roman and Lesnar had a typical Roman-Lesnar match. I wasn't expecting not, nothing much from that. But that mania ending of Roman holding both titles up, smiling, was the most badass fucking visual ever of him just holding okay. the two titles up with the pyro. So, so let me prick you for a second. Um, do you think they are going to redesign the title with Roman, or do you think they're going to wait till the next person wins it? So here's what I think happens. Cody is beating Roman Reigns. I'm putting that out there. When, though? SummerSlam. 100%. He's winning money in the bank, and he's going to do an RVD cash-in where he's like, I'm cashing this in for SummerSlam, me and you, SummerSlam, blah, blah, blah. And then they have their match, and then that roll after SummerSlam, Cody's in the ring, and there's a pedestal with uh, a title with cloth over it. He takes the cloth off. We get big gold back. Dude, I don't, I don't like big gold. Like, I like, I don't know. But the thing is, the thing that so WWE has such a cohesive brand that if they change the WWE championship, they then have to change the women's championships, and then if they change the women's championships, they have to change the tag championships, and then brand split just dies, which is perfectly fine. It's, it's kind of over anyway. Yeah. But but it once they redesign one title, they have to very quickly after that redesign all the other titles. They do that all the time too. 
Like they change one title and then they just like they just like freak out. They have like OCD and they're like, we have to change everything. Like when they changed the US and Intercontinental for no reason. Like they didn't need to do that, but they did. And the same with the tag titles. They didn't need to do that, but they did. Like, I don't know. But I think Cody wins money in the bank and cashes in on Roman, like in advance. And him and him and Roman is main eventing SummerSlam, and it's gonna be one of the bit. It's gonna be one of the most marketed matches ever, because arguably Mr. AEW Cody Rhodes, who like is quite literally the co-founder for AEW, against WWE's golden child Roman Reigns. Dog. Speaking speaking of Cody Rhodes, uh, I want to talk about his Monday Night Raw promo, Re- just very quickly, because I want to clown the fuck out of our favorite mid Carter. Um. <laughs> This man, okay, said, I'm an avid reader. I read a lot. Here's a quote from a book. <laughs> All right. And uh, as, as we know, um, I think the last, right before you called me to tell you whatever you did to call me the other day, I was watching Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> um, this, is, this is not a bit. Squince, I forget what he called me about. I have no idea. But he called me for something, and I just got finished watching Kung Fu Panda. Um, Cody Rhodes in the ring said, one often finds his destiny on the path taken to avoid it. And said that shit was from a book. Dog, that's from Kung Fu Panda. Fucking Master Ugwe says that shit to Shifu when Shifu sends a messenger to go make sure Tai Long is still fucking locked up. And fucking Tai Long uses that messenger's fucking feather to break out. <laughs> that shit is lifted from Kong Fu Panda. Not no damn book. And that's awesome. No, yeah, that's the thing. Dude, a hundred fucking percent if Cody Rhodes would have been like, I like movies. I imagine. And said, said that line. Or I'm a big fan of Jack Black said that line <laughs> nobody's gonna believe anyone that says that if Dude, anybody tells if anybody comes up to me and they're like oh i'm a big jack black fan i'm <laughs> dude I, dude we shared an airbnb and i'm a jack black mark i cannot stand that fucker i had a fucking high key i had a fucking dream about jack black two days ago <laughs> not even gonna lie to you dude i cannot stand jack black like, I don't know. Like, he's good. He's just the most average-ass comedian out there. Dog, I, I don't care. I love him. Um, but, dude, instead he had to lie and say that shit was from a book. Motherfucker, nobody cares if you like movies. Dude just was, say you like movies. Dude was watching Kung Fu Panda on the bus with Liberty. <laughs> he said, shit, no, that one down. <laughs> he said, he said, let me write that one down real quick. Uh, are you fucking with the LED barricades? Uh, I'm not opposed to them, but it makes because it it made it really obvious um, on WrestleMania fucking night two, which barricade was going to be speared through. <laughs> yes. I, yes. I don't mind it. And like, I don't want people to be speared through LEDs. Like, that's, I understand that's a little dangerous. But it, uh, it kind of like draws away from the fact you're like, oh, for some reason that one doesn't have it. I bet they're going to do a spot through there tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
how Seth does his uh, power bomb into the corner of the barricade sometimes. Yeah. We're going to do the barricade it goes to now. Exactly. He does it on the LED, which would be tight. Ooh, speaking of fucking Seth power bombs, um, fucking Bobby Lashley's head on the fucking ring post in his match against Omos? You didn't watch it? I didn't see that. No, tell me. Dude, Omos gave him like a pickup, like spinebuster charge into the turnbuckle. And, you know, they're using the big LED ones because it's mania. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Bobby Lashley's head snapped back and clonked with that fucking metal. And he looked dizzy as shit for the next like five minutes. Like that shit. Yeah. Fucked his mouth up. Literally, his teeth went up into his gums and started squirting blood. Yeah. Just, just like that, but the back of his head, dog, flat. Do you see MVP turned on uh, Bobby and joined? I got uh, the YouTube notification for it, yeah. And he's with Omos now, which yeah. I knew something was up when MVP didn't come out with him. I mean, if it's... The thing is, I, Bobby was just our champion, dog. So... This kind of feels like a little bit of a step, but it's whatever. As long as he keeps him busy, he keeps him having a job. I mean, you want to talk about taking a step down. Drew McIntyre came out facing fucking Happy Corbin. Yo, Happy. He was he was in a mania. He he was fighting for the title at Mania last year against Bobby Lashley, and now he's facing. Now he's had a match with uh, Happy Corbin and sliced the ring in half. Yeah, dog. That shit was rad. What the fuck? That shit was cool. Like, <laughs> Motherfucker, he, I got scared he was going to hit Madcap. Dude, I was waiting for him to hit Mad, uh, Madcap. Did you watch any of the pre-show? I watched all of the pre-show. Did you see the end of night one where Madcap was up on the stage telling jokes to Booker and Booker? <laughs> Booker was losing his shit, and they were the most <laughs> average He's, jokes. He goes, tell me one more, tell me one more. And as Madcap, you like, can't think about it. <laughs> Booker T goes, I like knock-knock jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and Madcap just ignores it, dog. And then he's, he can't think of the last joke. Uh, he knows he has it because he starts to go for it. Okay, okay, I'll give you one more. Uh, 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 no, you guys have had enough. You guys have had enough. Booker fucked him up with the knock-knock joke line. He was like, well, I ain't got a knock-knock joke, brother, man. But... <laughs> Booker T was living his life this weekend. Do you watch any of the Hall of Fame? Uh, yes, I watched it all. When Charmel was walking out, he said, "Oh hell, Queen Charmel!" <laughs> like for a minute and a half straight. Dog, but high key, Charmel had the best fucking Hall of Fame speech I think I have ever heard. That shit, she thanked everyone seen it too. That shit was elegant as fuck. That shit was smooth as fuck. That is. High and away, the best Hall of Fame Hall of Fame speech I've ever heard. I was disappointed by Steiner's. Steiner's was quick, and then fucking Taker had a fucking TED talk, mental health TED talk. Yeah, like, while wearing a blue line on his fucking lapel. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like Mark Calloway, but the Undertaker I fuck with. Oh yeah, it's fuck Mark Calloway. Yeah, Doug. But Undertaker's a di- like. Yeah. Anyways, 
like he came out and when I seen him wearing that headset microphone, I was like, oh fuck, here we go. And like I'd be lying if I said those first like three minutes of the crowd just going ape shit for him wasn't cool as hell. That was that was kind oh, of no, proud. that was rad as fuck. And the Undertaker deserves it. Mark Calloway can die in a fire. <laughs> but like him just standing in that ring and like all the superstars on the stage standing up the whole crowd chanting, thank you, Taker, you deserve it, Undertaker, all of that for like it was literally a solid like five minutes before he got a word in. That was sick. And then like yeah. his speech, like it, it was okay. Like it was I liked his speech, but like you said, it felt more like a TED talk than a Hall of Fame speech. One one thing I do want to point out that I think is a little fuck. He thanked everyone. He even thanked some random jobber that he fucking shot on. Um, <laughs> motherfucker did not thank Mick Foley. Yes. And you know exactly why he didn't, right? No, I don't. Because Mick Foley made some comments about WWE a couple months ago. Oh, yeah? I forgot what it was. Let me look. Let me but see if I can find motherfucker, it. Motherfucker, Mick Foley made his career with that choke slam through the cell. He, I forgot what he said. Let me look it up. That shit, motherfucker fucking was like, I shot on a jobber, and everyone called me an asshole. So I realized I was an asshole, and I shouldn't shoot on people anymore. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. Where he, I forgot what he said. Oh, it was in September. WWE, we've got a problem where he just went on like a rant about how WWE's booking his dog shit and all that, and apparently everyone backstage was mad at him for it. I mean, it's true. I forgot what, it was after um, All Out. True, or, true. Yeah, it was after All Out where Brian and uh, Cole debuted, and then the next day he was like, WWE, we've got a problem. Uh, you have your competition uh, having all these stars debut and all that, and you're continuing to, to push the same two guys, blah, 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 and apparently they've been mad at him since. So that's probably why... Uh, Oh, Mark didn't say nothing. Yeah, motherfucker was like, and Mr. Mayor. Motherfucker. Yeah, he, said, he said, Mr. Mayor. He said, I want to thank my wife for reconnecting me with me with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I about puked. I about puked when he said that. Dog said, Michelle McCool, though? Mm? When is she going in the Hall of Fame? Right? Motherfucker, fuck Mark <laughs> Oh, I feel like I feel like Candy put fucking Michelle McCool in the Hall of Fame. He was in there. Hell we yeah, dog. Uh, we need Kelly Kelly up in that bitch for real. Like if that ever happens, dog, uh, that'd be awesome. But who do you think headlines next year though in LA? Surely the Rock. Mania or Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. It's in LA. Surely oh. it has to be Dwayne. Dwayne or Cena. The thing is, though, I don't... Mm. Because we're supposed to get Rock versus Roman next year, and I am, like, betting on that. Why like, I, I think know. we get Rock and Roman next year, hopefully. We need to. The thing is, like, I'm, I don't like The Rock as a wrestler, 
No, as a wrestler, he's not. He's not good. Um, like he he punches. That's all he does. Um, I guess yeah. Not if he's not going to be headlining the Hall of Fame if he's having a match. Yeah, well, that's not true. Ric Flair had a match and he headlined. Motherfucker, yes, at ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's either The Rock or Cena or maybe even Hunter. I think Hunter is a high chance. That boy retired, retired. He left his boots in the ring and all. Yeah, I think Hunter is an extremely high chance. Which is nutty to me. He came out, dude. He came out and I was like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? You know, I thought he was going to do a thank you speech, like thank you. Instead, he laid his boots down. He goes, WrestleMania. And then they played the fucking shitty ass weekend song. Yeah, like, motherfucker, and the camera was so fucked. Like, we didn't even get to see him actually put his boots down in the ring. No. It was like he wanted it to be a low-key moment. But, like, I think Hunter's surefire headliner next year. You know, like, I love those moments where they leave stuff in the ring, and I will never not be pissed that fucking Taker did not retire after leaving his gear in the ring that year. Right, dog? Like, that was the perfect send-off. Him leaving all of his stuff in the rain, the like him just walking up this the crowd chance thank you take her the whole time, like that should have been the end of his career. But instead, his little fucking fucking uh uh blue line ass was like, oh no, I need to have one more match, like ten more times, and almost got decapitated by Bill. Dog, that shit would have been rad. <laughs> when do you think Lesnar goes in? Because I think Lesnar retired. I think Lesnar's done. Nah, nah, no way, Bro- motherfucker. Lesnar has. That dude is in great shape. He has three more years as a part-timer, guaranteed. I think Lesnar's going in headlining 25. 25? Dude, I am not lying. I want to go to L.A. so bad next year for Mania weekend just for the fucking shenanigans. But at the same time, dude, I was in fucking New Jersey for like four days, and I was like, (laughs) I "I need out of here. If I'm sitting there for a week, I am committing a crime i like that shit's gonna drain me so bad like if i go if i go to mania week next year it's literally just gonna be friday saturday sunday come home monday morning right away yeah a hundred percent i ain't ain't doing that fucking showing up wednesday and staying until fucking the raw after no spaces gang shit (laughs) dude even alex was ready to get home and like that dude was so excited and then come Monday morning he's like I'm ready to get the fuck out of here like I that's that that was sad to see I mean he got his moment with Charles Manson so that shit was tight I was at work when I seen that uh dude that yeah I don't I'm not making a mania weekend trip anytime soon um but if I get if that thing I texted you about earlier today happens Mm, yeah okay okay yeah there are gonna be so many fucking bits if you think i'm not gonna post up in front uh (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker yep yep i already know what you're gonna say there's like two places i'm thinking of and they're both probably right yeah yeah (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh most definitely um yeah dog i'll be a menace Dude, the thing is, if I go to L.A., Alex made a good point. Like, L.A. next year for Mania, like, it wouldn't just be for wrestling. It'd be L.A., and I'd want to sightsee. I want to go see the Hollywood sign. I want to see the Walk of Fame. 
you know, then it would almost have to be a week thing where I'm there for like two or three days vacationing and then wrestling. But at the same time, dude, I spent 150 bucks on the collective. I watched one show and then remembered I hated wrestling. Damn. I mean, true. Um, like I, I fucking watched um, the Mania shows. But when Stand and Deliver came on, dog, I like, dog, I don't like wrestling. No, I, dude, think... I watched one match from Stand and Deliver, two matches, and needless to say, one of the men in those two matches is no longer within the company already. Oh, dude. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, um, I watched Stand and Deliver because I like looking at Dakota Kai. That looking at oh dakota i think you said their twitter guy and i was like Who? no dakota kai is fucking banging standing deliver seemed okay like, it was it was all right it the main event i mean it's a Dolph ziggler match um in 2022 yeah the ladder match was really good though the ladder match i watched that and that was super good grayson waller jumped on the nothing yeah dude that it, it confused me because they set up the two ladders and then they pulled one of the ladders away, I guess, because he wasn't going to make it. I don't know why they pulled it away. Yeah. But, motherfucker, I, I think he might have actually broken his arm. Uh, most definitely, dude. His arm was all sorts of bent up. It was all I, sorts of bent up. I fucking uh, What's it called? No, like, I just don't understand the point in having Braun lose at Stand and Deliver. NXT's biggest pay-per-view of the year and then just for him to win it back on Raw. Like, I really feel like they should have had him win it at win it on what's it called and then have him defend it on Raw. Have Ziggler be like, no, no, let's do this on the big stage at Raw after Mania. Let's do this. And then he retains it or something like that. I, I don't like him losing at Stand and Deliver, especially if he's not getting called up. Oh, dude, uh, you know, fuck NXT. Uh, Raw's where's that? Um, <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Speaking of NXT, brother, you hear about uh, um, Nash Carter? So I I caught a tiny glimpse. I think it was Smiley or someone. Someone said, "If that's happening, that's rough." But Twitter's not the place for it. I I I think it was Smiley, but I I don't know any. I have no idea what's happening. I didn't look into it. I don't really care because, listen, never mind. Not never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You can't keep going. <laughs> I almost said something not good. No, but like the whole situation's fucked up. What really got me is like that boy had a Hitler stash doing the hell Hitler fucking stance. That was that. Oh, you can't defend that one, brother, man. There ain't no line on that one for real. <laughs> she ain't, she yeah. ain't chopping that shit. That one's, that one's on you, man. That one's on you. I mean, listen, I, I don't know anything about this situation. I know literally zero, um, <laughs> but Kimberly did say um, once upon a time that being vegan was like being mistreated for being black. So I being vegan was akin to racism. So that that's all I know. I, you know, but if she's with Nash Carter, she obviously might not care about that. But you know, I it's it's it is what it is. 
anyways, anyways. Uh, trying to think what else we have to talk about. I mean, like, I mean, we took a month off, brother. We took a month off. So, like, the last episode we recorded in that time frame, a lot's happened. People were arguing about CM Punk's Ring of Honor theme during that. That was forever ago. We're not talking about it, though. Like, he came out to AFI, and people were like, oh, my God, how did you not know that? As if everyone watched 03 Ring of Honor. I just knew it from Twitter. That's it. I just know it because I like AFI. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trying to think what else. Oh, shout out to fucking Blake Helton, Blake Siggy. He made us a cool-ass intro that you guys heard at the beginning of this episode. Dude. Okay. Listen to me. I think this podcast having a song is mad fucking corny <laughs> but the line the line if she doesn't listen to the podcast she has to go is goaded the only reason i have an intro made for it is one because he does he says a man in his podcast which is the brand you know and two i can just t- I, I can just toss that like on front of all episodes now and not have to worry about copyrights because I had episodes getting fucking struck left and right for copyright. So now I can just toss that shit on front of an episode, not have to worry about a copyright strike or none of that. Like that's my only thing about it. Oh no, I get it. I get it. Uh, I just, I just think the idea is corny as shit. No, it's but, definitely corny, but that's, that's the brand, baby. Nothing but corny. But that fucking line is so good. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a thotty by her toe. If she says she doesn't listen to the podcast, I have to let her go. It's it's I, a fucking amazing line. When I heard that, dude, I was sitting on my couch, and that line came on, and I fucking jumped up from my couch, and I was like, there's no way. I was like, that is the greatest thing ever. And then you texted me right away, and you were like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, like, I, I just... I just like having music instead of it just hopping into us talking. I like having music and now I don't have to worry about fucking suicide boys coming at me or whoever does music I decided to toss on. True. That, that's bullshit. That was annoying. Like seven episodes got taken down. All with like three views. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, really? Really? You think my three listeners, like, I don't even make money from this shit yet. Like, I'm starting to now. Oh, shit, bro. That's sick. Now, that's what's up, bro. What? That's awesome, man. You're going to tell me or you're just going to keep on saying good things? Good things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my coworker gave me a shout-out in the group chat. He's going to oh. make me cry. Bitch. Motherfucker, shut up. You work at Christian Chicken. <coughs> God damn, dude. Dog, you didn't even take off your uniform. No, I did not. Name tag, hat. I'm not going to show the name tag. I don't need people knowing my government name. Don't I, tr- I tried making them put fucking squints on this, but they wouldn't. I think everyone knows your government name. No, absolutely everyone does. Everyone 110% knows my name. But it is what it is. Dog, I've been living the fucking life since the last time we had a podcast. I have a fucking 50-inch TV now. I fucking have a PS5. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm vibing. Yeah, we took time off because I was 
quite literally the complete opposite of <laughs> oh yeah we took time off because you were struggling but we also took time off because march was incredibly busy uh because i work at an irish fucking brewery and yeah. i had no time to talk no time to anything squints would text me and i'd be like i'm at work leave me alone <laughs> you're working like 12 hour shifts yeah oh, like, dog no nah. i was uh i think the highest i uh, pulled was 13 hours in one day there and that was one St. Patrick's Day. Um, motherfucker, that whole month was crazy. I Every weekend that month, I did overtime. I said something to you. I was like, you said you were working a long shift. And I was like, on St. Patrick's Day? And you said, I work at an Irish brewery, dipshit. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Bird. dude, I was, if you were texting me during that month, I'm sorry. Um, I I was not a human being i was a cog in the machine i said something to you in your exact words were i don't give a shit right now talk to me later probably dog probably and i fucking got medicated in march too that shit is fucking happening here soon for me that shit is amazing dog shout out to cerebral except that they don't pay me a dog i don't care i (laughs) I'll, I'll take out the sponsorship fee for us, but that shit works so fucking well. I'm so excited and so glad that I am medicated. Imagine us getting sponsored by fucking uh, by uh, therapy. They, they'd be listening to us and they'd be like, damn, these brothers do need help. These dudes do need help. Damn. I mean, dog, if Motherfucker, if we get sponsored by for therapy, that's like free therapy, right? Oh, 100%. I'll send the DM tonight. I got you. Hell yeah. I'll send the email tonight. Because I do want to start getting sponsorships. I want to segue into shit. I want to be like, oh, this week was entirely too long. If if you want to be entirely too long, then go to bluetree.com, like that type of shit. Like, I just want to, I want to do funny stuff like that. I want, I want sponsorships that are funny. Like, I don't want nothing boring. Yeah. Like, and that's not a diss to whoever I was just talking to about sponsoring us. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know who you were talking no, to. But... No, it's, no, it's not. It's not um that wrestling move brand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not them. I'm, we're not doing that shit no more. I'm pulling away from that one. Uh, yeah, fuck them. You, dude, I have text messages you say, I ain't beefing no more. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the other one. What other one? Uh, the one that went all fucking Trumpy. Oh, yeah. Fuck them also, bro. Yeah. Fucking what a maneuver. Yeah, fuck what a maneuver. I thought that's what you were talking about. Fuck what a maneuver. No, yeah. I don't have beef with the other people anymore. I got. I finally got my shirt. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> my girlfriend fucking went and got the mail and was like, Where? Isn't this the people that you're nonstop talking shit about? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, that, there. That's why I ordered that shit in August, dog. Um, and somewhere, somewhere out there, I know that fucking grifter is fucking like, oh damn, I finally got the August shirts out. <laughs> damn, bro, that means I have a couple more months until that November head I got. That's why. Oh, <laughs> Motherfucker, it will get to November before you. By the time I get that beanie, it ain't even going to be beanie season no more. I'm kind of upset about that. But no, real quick, fuck what a maneuver. Uh, just don't buy shit off there. 
I I haven't taken my store down because I don't feel like sending that email. Uh, just don't buy shit off there. And if like somebody does happen to buy a shirt from me and they send me money, I'll donate that shit to something. I ain't gonna take money from them. Like, I'm yeah, not, like, you know what I mean. If uh, you have to um, delete your social media as a company, you lost is the only correct answer. Like the thing that bugs me so much is they knew what they didn't address any of the problems with the statement. The problem was they market them marketed themselves as LGBTQ plus friendly, uh, the woke wrestling brand not going to do any of the mistakes pwt did um and then motherfucker they post a shirt that is dog whistling like crazy um they don't they say it's for charity but they never say it like they do with all the other charity shirts um and it looks like something you could find in rural Pennsylvania. So, and then their fucking statement was all like talking shit about buzzwords, but all they were using was alt-right buzzwords. And then they said, and I quote, do you think we've agreed with everything we've put out? No. When their most famous charity stuff is for trans youth. So they are shitty people. They blocked me. Really? No way they blocked me, bro. Dog, hold up, hold up. No, they deleted their account, remember? Oh, they just straight up deleted their account? Yeah. I didn't know that because they tweeted out something yesterday. Damn, I was going to read off their their, uh, statement. Damn, they did delete it. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, like that was wild because I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt for a minute. And then they were getting, they didn't respond right away. And I was like, okay, this is fishy. Let's see what they say Monday. And then Monday morning, dude, I was sitting at work and I was sitting outside and we were slow. And I read the thing and I was like, yeah, no, that's raps. That's raps. Like that shit was like, they kept on saying like freedom of speech. Like they were saying like some weird shit. Like, it's, it terrified me to even think that I was associated with them. Yeah, dog, it, it was bad. But like I said, I'm not taking my fucking store down because I don't even know the email to. And now that the fucking um, statement's down, I can't go back to find it. If I end up going through my email logs and finding it, I might. But like, literally, just I don't got time for that. I have a Teespring store up that I'll be posting on here and I'll put some designs up on there later. Uh but like, if you end up buying something from William, just somebody already took their fucking uh, username, though. Really? Yeah, it's just some kid. No oh, fucking course it is. But they have the water maneuver username right now. That's actually sick. But <laughs> remember when Cody had uh, AEW's community outreach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he was like, hey, brother, man, I'm going to need that back. Fuck, fuck the charity. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to take this back real quick. My favorite thing about this whole Cody thing is, is he's playing it out that he, like, started AEW. Like, and he didn't care about it. He's like, I, I really, this was the plan to come back here all along. And I just love that. I love that. Oh, 
So, okay, I do have some uh, Nash Carter news um, from my main man, David Bix himself, about... Yeah. Fucker has me blocked. <laughs> about four minutes ago, per Orange County Court website, Nash Carter uh, filed for divorce against Kimberly last Wednesday, uh, two days after the month allegations on monday and you want to know you want to know who his lawyer is i'm looking at the tweet now his lawyer is matt riddle's lawyer when speaking out happened um oh that's wild dude Motherfucker took <laughs> Matt Riddle was like, "Hey, brother, you need a lawyer." This motherfucker saved my job. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I just went to the uh, pod, uh, podcast page real quick and uh, looked at it. Jesus Christ! That's nutty. I mean, that's like crazy, but also like it, it, that's just a lawyer for divorce. Now, like that's his lawyer going into these, uh, like into the court hearings for the abuse and all that. Then it's gonna raise an eyebrow. Oh, dude! And Nash Carter got released today. Yeah, I told you that. I didn't. I didn't talk to him. I don't pay attention to what you say. I said it on this episode like ten minutes ago. Dog, I don't pay attention to what you say. <laughs> yeah, no, he got released today. But not because of the allegations, but because he uh, posted a Hitler picture. Have you I seen want... that picture yet? No, I haven't. I want. I'm looking for it on fucking Vix's account. But uh, go to Kimberly Green. I think I have it blocked. Here, I'll just send you it. No, I got it. <laughs> it's a little bit of scrolling to go through to find it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, you know, I got nothing but time. I got nothing but time. I got fucking nothing but time, dog. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not good. Dog. Uh. Ooh. Do you know how old that picture is, bro? It's a Snapchat timer with a square. <laughs> She's been holding on to that for a second, dog. She's had that one ready, dude. Like, because that is, the square disappeared in like 2016. Like that, oh my gosh. That's before stories. That was before Snapchat stories. Holy shit. That's wild, bro. You said look up Kimberly Green, dog. I, I'm on some news reporter's account. <laughs> no, that's Zach's name. I Kimberly Lee, my bad. I was on some news reporter's account looking for shit. 
Uh, real quick, you want to know a couple of my? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll screenshot and send to you later. Uh, real quick, I told Cody this a couple of weeks ago. When I get on this podcast next, I'm going to shoot on a man known as fucking Cole Cabana. Oh, shit off my chest, real fucking quick, bud. I'd be upset too if I was CM Punk's ring boy. And that's all I was known for. I'd be upset too if WWE hired me because of that, because of that, and then released me because they found out I was actually the drizzling shits. But for you to be a dick to a fan who's given you money, fuck yourself. I cannot. Oh, dude, fuck you, Scotty Goldman. Dude, I so I don't actually know what happened because I think this is when I told you to fuck off. So, so I went to a Glory Pro show. Okay. Yeah. And I went up to his merch table and he had a sign that said must spend or a free picture with any purchase. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll be a good brother and get my little brother some pins. I got two pins. First, I said, can I get a pin? And he said, I'll give you two for five or two for 10. And I was like, well, why can't you just give me fucking one for five? But okay. Like, I don't want two. If I wanted two, I'd say I want two. Anyways, I was like, sure. And I, he's like, well, which ones do you want? And I pointed at him, and he went, okay. And I was like, okay, sorry for giving you fucking money, bud. And I was like, do you take, uh, do you have like Venmo or something? And he pulls out a square on his phone, like it's 2015. And <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll swipe your card. And I was like, okay, cool. And he swiped my card, gave me the two pins. And I was like, can I get a picture? This man said, <sighs> Rolls his eyes and goes, yeah, sure, I guess. And I was like, oh, t- sorry, Mr. fucking AEW Gark. Didn't mean to <laughs> feeling. So I pull out my phone, my old phone, because I have a new phone now. Get in selfie mode. This man takes my phone out my hands and then gets in front of me and smiles air to air, puts on a fake face. So I put up the fake face. I went, because fuck you, I'm not going to smile for you. And he took the picture. And I said, thank you. And I went to shake his hand. He didn't shake it back. And he said, mm-hmm. And I just walked away. And I was annoyed. Okay. He, yeah, fuck that. Dude. And like anyone I've talked, like heard about, they've all agreed and said that he is a dickhead. But you know, man, I'd be upset too if, like I said, I was CM Punk's ring boing and got sued by CM Punk or whatever. Or no, sued CM Punk. Fuck you for doing that, weirdo. Like how you gonna sue a friend? I'd be upset too if I was CM Punk's ring boy in Ring of Honor. I'd be upset if I got hired by WWE under the name Scotty Goldman and was a jobber. I'd be upset too if AEW hired me just to put me on dark every week. Like, dude, I get it, dude. You suck. Imagine at- being the least famous member of the Dark Order. Imagine being Cole Cabana in general. What the <laughs> fuck does Boom Boom mean? Like, dude, you sound like my fucking four-year-old cousin when she has to use the restroom. <laughs> Talking about boom-boom. You are a grown man. A grown man. And while we're on the topic, fuck Jordan Grace, too. Fuck it. We're shooting. We're shooting. Oh, okay, dog. I mean, <laughs> I, you said you didn't want to talk about this anymore, but okay. No, man, I'm riled up. No, Jordan Grace, fuck you. That's it. You're- Wait, so you took down the tweet before I could fucking read it. What What was the thread? 
somebody <laughs> Jonathan Gresham won a title in the UK. Yeah. And someone said, Oh, typical UK promotion given the title to uh someone who grooms uh given the title to a groomer. Because Jonathan Gresham allegedly got with Jordan Grace when she was 16 and he was like, Yes, no, that's a fact. Yes, that's a fact. Tell that to Jordan because she doesn't know how to do fucking math, apparently. Because she <laughs> like she's like, those are false allegations. Then how about you quit talking about it? You're like, oh, this is our sixth year anniversary. Honey, six years ago you were 16. Like, use your fucking brain. And then she wants to be like, she so I retweeted it and I put LMAO as I do with any funny tweet. And she comments, she goes, Why did you share this and give out false allegations? First of all, hon, first of all, I have like 400 followers. No one like takes me seriously at all. Second of all, shut up. It was a joke. And I said, sorry. I said, sorry. She goes, no, really? And I was like, okay, I'll delete it since you won't accept my apology. So I delete it. And then she DMs one of my friends and goes, why do you follow me if you're going to be liking tweets of a retweet that's uh, giving out false allegations about my husband? Bro. It is not that deep. It is not that deep. You do not have to go out and text my fucking mutual, uh, my, my friends because they liked one of my tweets that they thought was funny. And then you want to get all bent out of shape about it. It's like the time Tommy Dreamer DM'd me. <laughs> hey, I didn't want to actually kill Paul Heyman. I only said I wanted to shoot him. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> yeah, sorry. A non-lethal leg shot is still the same time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then Fucking. I texted him and I was like, I was <laughs> I was like, you're a dumbass after the uh, plane ride from hell episode. I was like, kick rocks, you're a dumbass. Dude. This was yeah. No. I'm trying to think of who else I've beefed with on here. Well, there's only two people, but like someone told me they're like, do not start shit with Jordan because she'll blackball you from TNA. What makes you think I want to interview somebody that wrestles on Twitch? <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Fucking moose? Or like. (laughs) (laughs) Dog. Let me me get that fucking Heath Slater interview out real quick. That's what I want. What? Let me get moose on. No. There's no one in TNA that I'm like, oh, you know, I really want them on besides maybe Josh Alexander. Maybe. Didn't they not re sign him? No, they did. I'm pretty sure they did. No, I don't think they did, dog. Well, cool. I can have them on. Uh, There's no one in TNA that sparks my interest where I'm like, oh, let me fucking turn on twitch.tv backslash impact wrestling. Yo, okay, Heike, I got I have beef with the TNA Twitch account. <laughs> um they are always streaming matches, right? But they are never streaming a fucking show. All right. You will have one match that's from TNA 2003, and then the immediate next match is a pay per view match from 2012. It jumps around like crazy and it makes no fucking sense. And I hate it. It's uh, that's how their Pluto channel is, dude. I fell asleep watching a like uh, a match from one of their pay per views from 03 or whatever when they were doing the weekly pay per views. I woke up to an episode of like 2016 Explosion. Why the fuck would you think I'd want to watch that? Basically, what I'm getting at is the only hope I have for a contracted superstar being on the podcast is WWE, which won't ever happen, or um, fucking AEW, which I doubt will happen, because you sure as hell ain't catching me getting 
fucking the Twitch champions on or the YouTube champions on known as MLW. I'm sorry. I love the wrestlers. I love some of the wrestlers that work for MLW, but I'm not getting on YouTube to watch a wrestling show. What the fuck I look like? If I wanted to get on YouTube to watch wrestling, I'd watch what culture pro wrestling. Like that, unironically, what culture pro wrestling fucking slaps as long as you forget about all the allegations because yes. they weren't out yet. If you go back in time, pre speaking out, yeah, pro wrestling, it's good. It fucking slaps. That is the only thing on YouTube that I will watch or would watch. But you're out of your mind if you think I'm going to watch fucking Dark, Dark Elevation, Impact, MLW, Fusion, fucking whatever. No. So you're telling me if Julia Hart's on Dark, you're not going to watch it? Julia Hart's on Dynamite, I'm not watching. Like, Like, I'm sorry. Like, Julia, I love you, but you can't wrestle. We'll see. (laughs) <laughs> don't finish that don't finish. No, I'm, I'm done <laughs> no see if you put Dakota Kai on a show I'm watching it you know you put Tony Storm on a show I'm watching I didn't realize how fucking beautiful she was she's like I'm not even gonna be naughty I'm just gonna be wholesome she is beautiful bro bro said bro said the bikini only only fans I'm in <laughs> I said, I said, my new crush is Tony Storm, and you said you sub. That was the first thing you said. <laughs> yeah, dog. That's what I thought. Like I thought you were going off, dog. I thought no, no. I just seen like a video of her being all zooted out after Mania weekend doing a meet and greet. She was like just fucking so fucking like tired, and she was like, oh, I don't know, blah blah blah. And I was just like looking at her, and I was like, oh my god, she looks rough. And I was like, she, I can fix her. I promise you, <laughs> I can, I can fix her. If she's bad on an addiction, I can fix it. But I think it was just tired. I don't think so. On I, I don't know this person's sexual preference, but I know they are with a female right now. But Nixon Newell, um, Tegan Knox, there we go, is also bang. Is she the one with uh, the knee injury and NXT all the time? Yes. Okay. That's how I know. That's how I know wrestlers are injury history. True. Like if you said Champa, wouldn't know who you mean. But if you said the man with a gray beard and broken neck half the time, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> the man without <laughs> yeah, a job yeah. right now. Yeah, that man had a farewell and he wasn't even advertised for Raw or SmackDown. That boy gone. And I know sure as hell he ain't showing up on Dynamite. I pray to God he doesn't. Bro, bro is like, I'm, I'm like. I'm going to go out with fucking Tony D'Angelo, dog. Dog, imagine. I mean, the Rock's final match was against Eric Rowan. Fucking Eric Redbeard. Yeah, but that was after he came back and left and came back and left. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just having a full-time run where he was winning championships. and. Yeah, his, his final match for his main run wasn't fucking Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Even, but even then, Hurricane would work. Sorry, it wasn't Headbanger Mosh. <laughs> Dog, you want to know who's back, and I'm not sure how I feel about it? Who? Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, he's on AEW, right? Yeah, he's on AEW probably right about now. Why? Because it's on. No, he came back at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which I get, like, people were asking me, they're like, oh, well, what about Ring of Honor? One, they don't have contracts, so I'll interview people from there. Two, no. <laughs> yeah, like, that, I mean, they're, they're about to be a fucking AW developmental, so. Yeah, it's like it's not going to work. 
like Tony Khan doesn't like people doing media appearances and I don't see him unless you're one of the big fucking four <laughs> yeah like I'm always seeing like uh hangman Cole MJF like the pillars but other yeah. than that like like if I reached out and I was like hey Julia Hart you want to be on the podcast she'd probably say one no Tony Khan won't let me or two I've seen your Twitter no yeah, I've seen your Twitter. I'm following for a restraining order. I... <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh, Tay and fucking Sammy have me blocked. Thank God. Yeah, they... I... Mm, they, I blo- <laughs> they blocked me because I said something stupid along the lines of, I was like, didn't you just break up with Pam just being a smartass? And then they blocked me. Yeah, dog. Okay, shot. Someone else tweeted this, but... Imagine how bad it sucks to be like that girl, like, uh, or like not not suck to be her, but just get out of this relationship. (laughs) Just get out of this relationship where they engage to you on TV, like proposed in the ring, and then three months later, he is talking about how he fucks this Brazilian model. With on TV, yeah, on TV. Yeah, no, that's yeah, no, that that don't sit right with me. That's a John Cena type beat where he proposed to Nikki <laughs> Bella and then they got divorced right away, man. Nah, I'm cool on that. I'm cool on that. Dog, I, I mean, listen, I significant other in a ring. Just don't. It's corny. I would not want to be married to a Bella either. No, Cena made the right move. 110%. Cena did the right thing by 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 uh, dropping out of that one. But Cena ain't no saint either. He was making all sorts of weird house rules. Yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a freak. <laughs> but not a good freak either, like a neat freak. Yeah. I know that boy ain't doing nothing crazy in the room. He probably does. Missionary and says, thank you, ma'am. He probably... <laughs> he is, we call it the Mormon special. The, <laughs> he definitely says, I love you during intercourse. I know that man does. I know that man ain't doing nothing freaky. Dog, it's imagine funny. talking during intercourse. I'd be telling them about my day. <laughs> yeah, but you like, motherfucker, what? When was the last time? Four years ago? I'm not saying it on air, but I'll, I'll sign language. Or no shit, man. We're coming up on this. <laughs> Yikes. I'm saving for marriage, though. At this point, you have to, dog. You're not getting getting any fucking play. No, exactly. At this point, might as well. (laughs) Motherfucker's not getting any fucking play. Might as well. I know the next time it happens, dude, I'm going to be... My God, I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to... Bro, John Cena at Mania that one year. I'm going to just get out the room and just sprint out. It's either gonna be that, or you're gonna fucking be like, no, please don't leave. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I'm gonna, Zoo, we mama. <laughs> Dog, motherfucker, you're gonna you're gonna pull out and fucking be like, sorry, you have the cheese touch. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out and put my clothes back on, and I'm gonna say, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to God Buff Bagwell doesn't listen to this before he gets on mine. Oh, dude, I hope he does. Buff, if you're listening, dog, you have a great fucking blockbuster. <laughs> I'll, I'll start the podcast off with that. I'll be like, my co-host, he'll be like, why isn't he on? I'll be like, uh, time out, pause. <laughs> 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 
not on there. There's a reason he's not up in here, Buff. But well, if he was here, this interview would go on for two more hours, and I have to pay you more. I don't get me started on that. I don't know if it's an hourly rate or if it is uh, like a flat fee. Yeah, but it, he made it seem like a flat fee since he's making me pay the day before. If it's a flat fee, would it be better? Like, if it was an hourly rate, would it be insane? Not for real. All right. But yeah, the flat fee, I think, is reasonable. Now, if he was paying this per hour, we wouldn't be having Buff on. I'll say that much. <laughs> like, I mean, was, what? You're going to talk to this man for two hours? I th- My honest thing is, I think it's going to be an hour and a half max. I think that's what I'm, I'm going to try to... Because I don't one, I don't want to waste his time. Two, like it just depends on how the vibes are going. Like if oh, I start feeling like it's draining out, then I'm gonna be like, all right, and what's your piece of advice or whatever thing that I do? But if it starts, um, you know, what, just you know what just, you gotta do, dog. Ask him the fucking one thing in the house question. No, so yes, you have to do that, but <laughs> you have to have the conversation go on so fucking long that you can cut it in the middle to make two episodes out of it. You know what, dude? I so could. I so could. I might do that anyways, honestly, if it goes like an hour, I might just do two 30 minutes. Because I've noticed that the shorter episodes get the quicker views, where these longest episodes, it takes time for them to get views. Yeah, exactly. Like, you gotta fucking build up the hype, dog. I definitely could. I definitely could. I might try to structure it that way. That'd be sick. That's actually a good idea. Could make Yo, it on you. Dog, I'm, I'm, I got the goods, dog. Fair enough, fair enough. Who are we getting on next? Who's the next uh, mid-carder we're getting on? Well, no offense, Buff. You're a great mid-carder. You're my second favorite behind Cody. But... <laughs> <laughs> dog, we gotta... I don't know. Who else do we care about? Little Guido. We need to get the whole FBI on by No, dog. Guido is a carny. He's going to charge us like a motherfucker. I know that dude will be saying problematic shit. I'm going to fucking click and call. Middle of it. Dog. He will be paying out of fucking left field for that man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I want somebody on that's like, they've never won a real tight like the biggest accomplishment they've had is a hardcore championship i just want something stupid like that gotta get tony nice dog no because that dude just he's ex-fat he's gonna be charging (laughs) true that boy was wrestling on the network on friday nights he's like oh yeah pay me fuck you dude you're wrestling in front of the nxt crowd after nxt for three years get out of here and Uh... then you get a you did a deathmatch angle. Get out of here. <laughs> True. Uh, we got a fucking Leon Ruff. That would actually be a fun one. But I'm talking ruthless aggression era people, attitude era. Like, I want, like, stupid people. Eric Angle. Oh, my. Don't get me started. I'll, I'll find the email now. Eric Angle. Get that Leon man. On. I wanted uh, Zach Gowan on, but apparently he'd be charging because he's yeah. in or something. Boohoo, you have one leg. I know plenty of people with one leg. Uh, who else can we get on? Because I want, like, I want this to become, like, just when me and you have guests on, I want it to be just stupid, funny people. 
that will have some crazy stories. Like, I don't think anything's going to top the Bing and Hooker story. Or Bing and Whores, not Hookers. Um, let's get Sinister Minister himself. Hey, so my Uncle Tony told us a story. <laughs> yeah, dog. What's his name? Uh, James Mitchell. Let me see if he has a booking info in his bio. And if he does, it's game on. Oh, God damn it. I'm still under Kimberly. <laughs> do, do not want her on. No. That would uh be miserable. <laughs> Where the hell is he on here? He might be under Sinister Minister. That's likely. Does this dude not have... Oh, no, I found him. DMs are open. Dog. It's happening. Tell him we talked to Uncle Tony and we need him now to collaborate some stories. I will. I, I'll get on that tonight. I just sent a follow. Uh, no, dude, because I think it would just be funny if we just had like mid card people, like lower mid card people on here that, like you said, me and you stand and act like our main eventers. Like when, like <laughs> you said, I love how we have what's it called mid carders on, but we treat them as main eventers. We gotta, we gotta find somebody that hasn't done much media appearances and we bring them out the light again. That's why I, I wouldn't be the one. <laughs> I feel I, like I feel like Minister might actually get mad about that story, though. He'd either get mad about it or he'd be really cool about it. There is no in between here. We'll just ask him if he has any road stories with Tony Mamaluke. That's that's how we'll do it. That's, okay. Uh, who else? Parker probably doesn't even remember that night. Probably from the sounds of it, it does not. I want Cole Cabana on and just ask him nothing but Scotty Goldman questions. Dog, he really does not like talking about Scotty Goldman, though. I don't care. As long as he says anything, I can still post it. Uh, does Aiden English still do stuff? No, he's fucking impact. He's fucking Shaw Guerrero, dog. Yeah, he, he should be tapped out. That boy, that boy is on TNA now. Who's some lower? Let's get Shark Boy up in this bitch. Hold on, dog. If we get Shark Boy, I'll. The fuck? Hey, yo, Shark Boy OnlyFans popped up. Huh? Let me let me let me just click on that real quick. Oh no, I forgot about Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Never mind. Damn. I I was thinking something for a minute. I was gonna say, Good Lord. Good Google. Is he Google. chumming on camera, dog? Shark Boy 20, the official Shark Boy Twitter account. Oh my God, dude, he takes indie bookings. I'm getting on Cage Match real quick and looking up Shark Boy. Let's get fucking, let's get uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl up on here. <laughs> Dog, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm I'm straight up been playing a video game this whole time we've been on pod. I've even beat a, a boss. Um, okay. Persona Five. Never heard of it. But there's this fucking character that keeps on calling. Hey, keeps on calling me her little guinea pig, and is doing things, dog. 
cannot find them. Wow. Interesting. Anyways, that's going to do it for this episode, guys, because now we're just kind of <laughs> stalling. <laughs> now we're just stalling. Uh, you, know the, you know the routine. Uh, leave a review. Leave a thumbs up, thumbs down, one star, five star, anywhere where you listen to this. Uh, we don't care. Follow us on all social media platforms at Interviewer Cody, at your boy Squinch with Three Eyes, at A Man in His Podcast. Stay tuned for the episode with Buff Bagwell as I am recording that next week and we'll be posting that. Go back and listen to some old stuff we have episodes with uh, Mike Outlaw. We have an episode with, uh, I do, Zary High Life. Um, and then just, yeah, just go ahead and listen. Thumbs up, thumbs down, blah, blah, blah. You know the routine. Peace out. Uh, yeah, bye.